Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. They used to call it Thrill or Chill. There were two Rev Horowitz, JD's Tata, we'll get to him in one minute. There was a, there, JD, there was a rating of the trips, Chill or Thrill. And a trip, a trip that was like the downhill biking, they called it a thrill. And Cern Zachin, like, got a chill, not a thrill. In events in yeshiva, sometimes you have something that's electric. It could be a certain a concert, a kumzit. Sometimes there's a matzah. Last Thursday night was electric. It was just the singing was the haven. It was exalted and you felt it. You have other things that are subtle and sophisticated. I felt this morning it wasn't dramatic. It wasn't because, oh my gosh, there was bolts flying around the room. It wasn't like that. I found it to be very batam. The Yiddish word batamt, it was tasty. It was just beautiful. The chevra shared on Tillam. We have to do more often. Guys shared on Pesukim and Tillam. The vartim that was said from Ezi to Yiddi to Eli to Maishi to Shlema, one after another, really elevated things. The Divrei Torah. It's amazing the way our nation connects to Tillam. It's wild. CJ, it's wild. Tillam, you find yourself there. The Shloyme Edelstone, he, he, he expressed that the Levaya avert from Kapitel Tillam. But privately, when his father was sick, he was saying Tillam and he was reading the English. He told me a word on a Kapitel Tillam that connected his story he cried for hours over one line in Tillam that he felt like it's amazing the way our nation and Tehillim band is amazing. If you know about David, David Amelech, he was Levava is Levava Am. David Amelech's Mido was completely selfless. Less He was all about the people, David Amelech. That was the Mido of David Amelech, complete his batless to the people. Somebody pictures a king, you picture a person who's all about self. A Yiddish Melech is entirely different. The Allah of a Melech is a Melech's not allowed to give up, he's not allowed to be Michael, his honor. It's interesting, if you think about a king, a king has to get a haircut every single day, that's the Allah. He's mechoyif to get his hair. He has to be so geshmak. Every single day the melech gets hair. It's a little bit of a sensitive halacha for me. But a melech has to get a haircut every single day. He has to look mamish. Now it sounds like, like a little, it could be like an arrogance. Of course it's the exact opposite. Because it's not even his place. I don't want one today. He's not allowed. It's not about you. You think it's you? He's not even allowed to ever be Michael is covered. And say, no, a, a Talmud Chacham come into the base mesh and say, no, no, no. A Melech's not allowed. He comes in. You know what that means? You stand up and he has no right to say no. Uh, isn't it my covenant? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not about the Yiddish king. He's about the people. It's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. A Melech Shemaychak fight is ain't fight the his honor is not, he's not let it be Michael's covet. It's not, not his. It's not his covet. He's not allowed. It doesn't belong to him. There's a covet that belongs to the people. He's, and he's literally not let it be Michael's. And the mid of David Amelech was all, his heart belonged to the nation. How cool is it that such a person who was battle to the people, who was all about the people, wrote to Hillim that is so connected to Am Yisrael. Yeah. We say capital Tillim and we find ourselves there. 
Rev Hirsch is a shtickle Rebbe of Shloyme Grimwald, and in the yeshiva, Rev Hirsch is one of the Rebbeim of the yeshiva. A lot of the guys over the years, Shloyme Zalman Resnick, one of the greats in the yeshiva's history, used to like tap into Rev Hirsch a lot, Shloyme Grimwald. Yaakov Kalish tapped into Rev Hirsch for a number of years. A lot of greats in the yeshiva tapped into Rev Hirsch. His writings have made a big impact on our yeshiva. And it's interesting that from every once in a while, a guy in yeshiva will plug into Rev Hirsch, and then pieces go around the base medrash. We've all had Kufus very plugged into Rev Hirsch. And Rev Hirsch, I wanted to, I lost my train of thought. Rev Ezzy helped me out. Oh, yeah! Thank you, Ezzy. Rev Ezzy saves the day as usual. Baruch Hashem. Thank you, Rev Ezzy. Thank you, Ezzy. Rev Hirsch describes. Thank you, Rev. Ezzi Shlita. Rev. Hirsch describes in young age that he felt a big impact on his life. Was he used to say till him, and he would think about, if you have to know each capital, Yosef, when you read Yosef in any capital till him, he looks like he's all over the place, David Amelech. Like this, like till him looks, I'm not saying this, because it, it feels like, you know, if somebody has a little ADHD, not so kind Now, it's poetry, and poetry works like that, but the kapitloch, he says this, he says, he's happy, he's sad, he's upset, he's scared. A lot's going on. So what, what Rev Hirsch used to do as a youngster, he would study what's the context of the tillum. A kapitol was written in a certain backdrop. See, so he would study Bini, what was David HaMelech facing? And then he would think, and he would like get deep meaning in all the words, the emotions, the situation, what it brought out. And as a youngster, he said a lot of what he became is being misbining, is thinking about the Tehillim, going through the Kapitlach he felt was a big impact on his life. But the way our nation has connected to Tehillim is something lahafli. This morning to hear the different guys share just beautiful things. Just the other guys read the psukim to hear to hear Yiddy read in English a capital and like he, he on a tillim chat he's on and he hears a capital and he said it smacked him like back, no smack, probably kissed him would be a better word but like it hit him it, it resonated would be the word it resonated by Yiddy and he read a capital and like in English just the, the words like like talked him and spoke to him there's an amazing power in Tehillim. If you know about Tehillim, David HaMelech wrote Tehillim, but it's complex because he took a lot of writings of our greats. Eshashchai, all different writings that were, Eshashchai is not in Tehillim per se, it's in Mishlei, but in Tehillim, all different kapitloch that were said by different greats and different people, in many ways Tehillim is the collective heart of Klal Yisrael. It's the heart, it's the prayers, it's the dreams, it's the aspirations of a Yid. And Yidin find so much solace, so much comfort in Tehillim. We just find so much in there. I thought this morning was gorgeous. We were like sharing Tehillim and guys sharing. Like After going through that this morning, like it seems Pasha to me, once in a while we should do that. It's interesting. Once in a while, we should we should read Kapitel. It's interesting. We're going to have somebody come tonight. A wonderful yid, Alex Clear. 
beautiful Yid who has a beautiful story. He's going to speak to us and sing to us tonight. The interesting thing is that this is not to minimize Alex Clear's story. He's wonderful. What a beautiful Yid. It's interesting. Every single guy can get up and say his story in Yeshiva. He has an interesting one. I dare say there are many interesting stories here. Sometimes a person comes me bachutz. Certainly, he'll be before he's here after twenty minutes. He'll be an insider already. But I feel there's so many. We all have our journeys and our stories, and it's amazing in the journey of our lives how you didn't always find comfort, instruction, inspiration in the Sefer Tillim. I felt that was. That was on display this morning. It was gorgeous. And I thank the guys, all the guys who shared, all the guys who listened, all the guys who were there, the chevri that was sitting and learning because that's what they were supposed to do. I want to thank the whole chevri for this morning. I wanted a, I wanted welcome. There's, there's, there's two welcomes here that are important to me. J.D. Horowitz, you talk about somebody's story, somebody's sincerity, somebody's beauty, who's so intertwined with the yeshiva, his own, J.D.'s own warmth to Yiddishkeit, there's, that there, there's a mark of Rabbi Farkas Talmidim. They have a warmth to Yiddishkeit, a chaos. Yiddishkeit matters, a bren and a fire. It expresses in music, it expresses in, a, in, 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 in tefillah, it expresses in tillim, it expresses in divrei Torah that they connect to. But J.D. is somebody who has such a, a special warmth for Yiddishkeit, a pimius, an inner and a connection, a deep connection to it. I'm thankful. I want to thank Rabbi Harwitz, J.D.'s tata, for sending J.D. here, for being a special, special Yid. Their trips in the summer, J.D. spends a few weeks with his family outdoors in Maine. His tat is that type of Yid, a, a, a neshama a Yid, a beautiful, beautiful Yid who could be in the forest in Maine and they're, they're singing your, 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 own, your own beautiful journey and sincerity has given us a J.D., I thank you for being here. I thank you for having JD here. Whenever we like somebody in yeshiva, understand that there's something in the tata you like. A son comes from a father. So welcome home, Ray Horowitz, and thank you for being here and giving us JD. I, um, I want to welcome Yanka Brewer, his brother. Today and Beis Hashem, this summer, the whole Ellen family, we were it's not just words, that it's a mishpacha here, that there's deep connections. The Ellen mishpacha this summer, they had a yard site, Shleishim, I'm sorry, for their Zeda, and they made a siyam, and, 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 and Yankiv spoke, his brother spoke, and um, Aaron spoke, and, 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 and the, the Tata spoke, and it was just very, very special to share with the family that's connected to yeshiva. A few years ago, right, Kestamam gets credit for this. A few years ago, I chapped. Yeshiva is a place that we all tap into, we share, we grow together, we share our journeys, our inspirations, and it's a place we all feel deeply connected to. It's, it's a teva, it's a beautiful teva of sincerity, of growth, of Yerushamayim, of Abbas Hashem, and I realized, why are, we not putting, why are we not inviting more people into the Teva? A few years ago, we started, I started caring a lot to bring the parents on board. 
that the parents should be part of the matzav. There are many, many, we're going to have the parents a week from Sunday, all the parents come, they're part of the yeshiva. The fathers are bachram in the yeshiva, the mothers. People ask me, is there a water, when are you making a waterberry for girls? We already have a waterberry for girls. The mamas are in the yeshiva already. And the sisters are in the yeshiva already. They're part of the yeshiva, the ruach of the yeshiva. <laughs> Guys go home and bring more, more warmth to their sisters. So there is a waterberry. Your, your home is a waterberry for boys and girls. And I want to say that the Ellen Mishpacha, who share their sincerity, they have a beautiful journey of growth. Aaron has sang here in a number of times, and we'll hear, we'll hear Aaron sing again today. His beautiful voice and a sincere person. His speech this summer was was just inspirational and neat, sharing with us his own family's journey. So I want to welcome Aaron back home and thank you for being here. And we'll get to hear Aaron in a few minutes. I wanted David. David played to us a song, Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael, the Jewish nation lives. I, the, from, the, from the beginning of this incident, I quoted the capital till him, Am, Am Nivra Yahalokan, Kofbez. A created nation will yet praise Hashem. And I feel that in the tzara, in the difficulty we've encountered, we've been reborn. We're reborn. It's not so like clean to call ourselves. The other people who call themselves reborn. Born again. But that's in, in Shvachem Isis. Here in a very real way, we're a reborn nation. Am Yisrael Chai, we're reborn, ever dedicated to loyalty to Hashem, ever happening that we're hidden. So I want David compose the new Am Yisrael Chai. I want David to play that for us again. It's very easy, so if you pick it up, definitely sing
One of, the, one of the things that the Baal Shem brought, I don't want to say brought this to the world because it wouldn't be true, but I would say strengthen in the world. If you had to like write a few tenets, a few core beliefs, the word tenets will be the word of the day. What does tenets mean? Yassi P, could you look up tenets? Who just said that? Core beliefs. Very good, very good. Tenants. Read the, what does tenants mean? No, no. No, how, how would you spell it? T? T-E-N-E-T-S. Not as tenants as people who live by you in your apartment, but as tenants are... What? Wow. What does it translate? Oh, you were trans... Read. Tenants are core beliefs. Are the basic beliefs, the basic philosophies. If you say in an environment has some basic tenants, are the core beliefs of that environment. And one of the basic tenants of Hasidus is a belief, it's not something they invented, it's in Yiddishkeit. But all of us believe in Ashkachas Hashem. We believe in divine providence and things happen for reasons. By Hasidim, if a random, if a guy, the word random would be a trayful word, if a guy would say something to a Yid, if, if, if a Hasidish Yid walks into a store and a guy says something to him, the Yid would like see a message from God. They would take statements said to them. Some guy passed by and said, Jew boy! He's like, oh, Hashem, a Yid. And the rest of the day, it'd be Mechazek. Hashem wanted me to know I'm a Yid. They took statements said to them, things that went on. There's a belief, of course, that we all have Ashkachas Hashem. And they took the words that are said around them as messages from Hashem. So they'd walk into a store and a guy would say something. They'd be like, okay. And they would like hear messages because nothing's random. There's Ashkachas Hashem. So I've said this a lot in the last few weeks. I need to share this with the guys. And I, this morning, Ellie Dax shared with us a kapitel <coughs> And I need the guys to, under, to appreciate this because I think it's just important. The world's discussing something. It can't, there are no accidents, there are no coincidences. It's not a coincidence that the word coincidence is a coincidence. It's an incidence from Hashem. It's a coincidence. It's an incident from God. There are no coincidence, the only coincidences. There's something from Hashem, Ashkochas Hashem. So we don't view things. The whole world's discussing something right now. Literally, there are 8 billion people on earth. The Iker Sugi in the world right now is, is, is on collateral damage. The Iker Sugi in the world. Eight billion people, most now in the world, dare I say 90%, billions of people are thinking about collateral damage. What's collateral damage? Eretz Yisrael is, is, is striking back at terrorists. And in striking at terrorists, the terrorists are embedded. It's like the word of the day, embedded. That's, embedded means 
enmeshed, mixed in, and the terrorists embed themselves in a society, and to strike at the terrorists, they hide in schools, they hide in hospitals. So to get them, you're knocking down a hospital, you're knocking down a school. And there's what's called the unusual collateral damage. Normally when wars fight in, in, the, in the laws of war in the world, in the UN laws, there are laws of engagement. One of the laws of war, by the way, is that you have to wear an army uniform. That's a law in the world. It's illegal to fight, not in a uniform. One of the things that the Hamas terrorists break that law is they fight dressed as civilians. They purposely, they'll dress up as ambulance workers and the like. And making things very complicated, it's against the law, the Geneva Convention. One of the rules there is that a soldier has to fight in, in gear, so this way the other soldier knows we're fighting together. Obviously, if they dress in civilian, it puts other civilians at danger, because the other army has to shoot civilians, never knows who's against them. So it's a law of war that you have to wear a uniform. It's very, very fascinating and very instructive, but not for now. And their laws of engagement and laws of war. Lamaisa, what's the m- biggest sugya of the world is collateral damage. As Eretz Yisrael is attacking, and people are, they're also having civilian casualties, especially because the enemy has such a disregard for human life and is hiding amongst civilian populations. So to get them, automatically, there's a cost of human life. And the whole world is discussing collateral damage. How much are you allowed? Where is it disproportionate? What are you supposed to do? It's the sogya of the world. doesn't view the whole world discussing something. It's okay, interesting. God's talking, my friends. What are we hearing so much collateral damage? We're hearing about the human incapacity to be exact. A human being has no choice. What do you, and they're discussing and debating and arguing and everybody's talking about collateral damage. And it's pasha to me that what, what Hashem is telling us is pointing us, the human frailty is collateral damage. And it's pointing us to understand that that's a frailty and in the world discussing it, but you're hurting, but I can't, but you can control it, but we can't, how? There's a discussion of the human frailty of collateral damage, and it points me to the world of God where there is no collateral damage. A world of God where everything's so exact, where everything, there's no such thing as collateral damage. Things are exact by Hashem. There's a Pasuk that Eli read a capital Tilim for us, Kapitel Tzadi Aleph. We read it on Maitse Shabbos, just the Halacha Chever. We read every Maitse Shabbos capital. Tzadi Aleph, except if there's an Isser Melacha during the week. Tzadi Aleph, the last part of Tzadi, capital Tzadi, is we ask that Hashem should have nachas from our activity. Hashem should have nachas from our activity, from our actions. And we say the end of capital Tzadi and then the whole capital Tzadi Aleph. And we say that capital before we engage in a work week. We're about to work. We say, Hashem should have nachas from my work. Hashem, the Shechina should shine on my work. It's the blessing of Maishu Rabbeinu, the first one who ever said the Inayim was Maishu Rabbeinu. When Klai Yisrael finished the Mishkan, the purpose of the Mishkan was Hashra, Hashechina. So Hashem should dwell in our midst. 
when we finished all the work, Maish Rabbeinu blessed Klai Yisrael, V'inayim Hashem Ulekeinu B'masa Yadeinu. V'inayim Hashem should have nachas. He should shine his countenance. He should be mashra, shechina, on all that you do. He should enjoy and appreciate all that you do. People can be very idealistic and stand up for all sorts of wayward um, causes. There are people in colleges today who think they're standing up for good things. They're just missing that. Shem's not having nachas. And the question of every idealist is Hashem should have nachas. It's nice we're idealistic. It's nice we're standing up for a cause. Hashem should have nachas from the idealism. It should be Hashras Hashchinadir. And before we begin our work week, we daven to Hashem v'inayim. The rule is that there's a day during the week that's Asr b'malacha. We don't say v'inayim. That week is a week of Yamtiv, is a week that there's an Isser Malacha, so then it's not a whole work week. We don't say Vinayam. Only on a week that's a whole work week. People get very confused. You'll see some confusion in shuls if Purim falls out during the week. You say Vinayam because there's no Isser Malacha. If Hanukkah falls out during the week, you say Vinayam. If Pesach falls out, you do not. There's an Isser Malacha. We won't be working. Only on a chefs of a whole week of work do we say this prayer, Vinayim Hashem In the middle of Kapitel Tzadi Aleph, we say a line, Yipol Mitzidcha Elif. From next to you a thousand shall fall. Revava Miminecha, and ten thousand from your right, but a lecha she won't touch you. It's interesting, Chevra. I'll just point out something before we dig our teeth. This I didn't say this morning. The language of the Kapitel Tillim, such a nice thing. The language of the Kapitel Tillim says, Yipo Mitzidcha, from your side a thousand will fall, ten thousand from your right side, but it won't touch you. David HaMelech speaks so cleanly. Really, it should say, a thousand will fall from your left, ten thousand from your right, but you won't touch. He doesn't say your left, Alicia. Very, very good Yedin. The rule is, by a chasna, your father, one day you're going to walk down the aisle, Elish, your tata, your tata is going to stand to your right. And your shver is going to stand to your left. Your father-in-law stands to you. When you walk down to the badekin, your father on the right, JD, when you walk to the badekin, tata is going to be to your right, and your shver is going to be to your left. When you walk to the Badekin and away from the veil, the veil ceremony, that's what you do. Now, very special Yidden don't say, they say, Tata to the right, Shver the other side. They don't want to say to the links. The left is like less. They don't want to say the left. The smile represents Midas Adin, the Yemin is Midas Achesed. The smile is more harsh. So they don't want to say to the left. So very special Yidden. Say, Tata to the right, Shver to the non-right, not to the right. The, under, the other side, the other side, they don't say the left. They don't want to say like, first of all, they don't want to put the Shver down, you on the left. So they say, Tata to the right, Shver the other side. They don't say to the left. People who are a little more grub, a little less sophisticated and refined, they say, Shver to the left, go to the left. Tata to the right. Refined people don't talk that way. Very adenistic people. You'll never hear an Avram Fisher talk that way. It's too refined. Avram Fisher would say, Tata to the right, the on the other side. 
Go to the other side. Well, say it to the left. You're not like relegated to the left. So David Amelech beautifully, he says, Yipo Mitzidcha from your side, from your side. Doesn't say from the left side. He says, Yipo Mitzidcha from your side, Elif. A thousand will fall from your side. Doesn't say the left side. Urivava Miminecha and ten thousand from your right side. But Elecha Laiga, she won't touch you. Now he's saying that each person could be an exception. Saying each person, I don't care, this could happen next to you, this could happen next to you, it won't touch you. Now what I want to say is each person should view themselves as an exception. You're not just part of a rule, you're not just part of a rabbim. Each person has their own ashkach, has their own divine providence, their own relationship to Hashem. It's not about the masses. This is what happened to everyone. There's no collateral damage in the world of God. There's no derech agav. I've said over and over the last few weeks, Yosef Sandler showed, is in our base medrash. It's not a collateral damage of war. Whatever reason, Hashem is mysterious. Hashem is cheshbainus. He wanted, Avram Fish is learning in this base medrash, and he wanted that Yosef... He wanted Yosef Aaron. I have to stop saying names. He wanted, he wanted, he wanted him to have an uplift. He wanted him to have a tzaddik in the base medrash. There's no, there's no virtue. Hashem doesn't work like human beings where it's collateral. Things are inexact. I don't know. We're just trying for this, and then a lot of things happen. That's not a reality in Hashem's world. There's an exactness in God's world where things happen by by exact by exact measure and on purpose. And that's what's expressed here. David HaMelech says, I don't care, he's talking about a person being afraid. Don't be afraid of the fear of the night. From an arrow that's that's flying by day. All different bombs and all different arrows and all different attacks. And he says, don't be afraid of that. And then he speaks out later, a thousand can fall to your left and 10,000 to your right, but she won't touch you. It's not just the world where if it happened to him, each one is Ashkachas Hashem, we're all exceptions. We all have, you should function like an exception. Understand you're exceptional, you're unique. You're your own Ashkacha with Hashem. We're true, we're part of a nation and part of a beautiful people. We have our own individual ashkacha. So I want to I wanna reiterate that, the Yamenu. We've discussed this a lot. I told my kids I haven't said much Musarva this year yet. Since Kleisel's gone through its thing, I don't think I have a right to talk about Typically, I have my topics I like talking about during the year. We talk, and I have, like, in my mind, I have, like, series of topics... I haven't touched that yet. I don't feel I have a right. It's not, it's not my turn to say my topics. Hashem's talking. He's always, we always have to listen. I don't always hear. Now it's like blatant. Just listen to what's going on. Plug in a little bit to what's happening. So we're trying, we're trying here to plug in a little bit. And we're trying to really learn this lesson of the exactness of Hashem. To see Hashem. Hashem. It helps a person not be afraid. So many of our, so many, I want to tell the guys in Eretz Yisrael, we have guys afraid. Get it, the missile's flying, there could be this, could be that. A lot of angry people. I was walking with my boys this afternoon, we were walking together, and a guy was right near us, looking quite perturbed. 
you could get scared. I thought to myself, each person, the own Ashkocha. We have our own Ashkocha, our own unique Cheshben that Hashem is thinking about us and worried about us and protecting us and giving us what we need. Not to have a sense. Sometimes in a sense, we can almost feel things are crazy now. Things are chaos. There's no chaos in Hashem's world. There's no collateral damage. Hashem's watching me, watching you, directing, guiding, bringing us where we need to go, bring us where we need to get to. So I wanted to repeat that because I think the world, that's the sugi of the day. To me, it's the sugi of the day. It's what we're, what we're busy with today. Ellie sing something, and there may be a few minutes of Musavat. I don't see why we shouldn't have a few minutes. Come, Ellie, come, Ellie, come, Ellie. The song, I want, the name was beautiful. I want him to sing again. He sang the words, the Pasuk, don't get confused. The Pasuk says about all of us that we're a piece of Hashem. Chelek Elakamimal is a Pasuk. It's a verse in the Torah. The Balatanya added one word to the Pasuk. You're not allowed to add to a Pasuk. He's being the Farish. What word did he add, Alicia? Mamish, literal. He's saying it's not a marshal. It's not figurative. You're a piece of God, figuratively. Mamish, literal. So this song incorporates one word. Without a guitar, normally we say in the Halukas, Alehi Goyoin Bechinar. Singing together with the Kinar. We don't have the Kinar right now, so it's Alehi Goyoin. We're going to praise Hashem with the voice. What'd you say? Yeri, come with. Of course. More voices. More voices. No, no guitar, just us. Um, different song, different song, different song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> 
Who's coming to Yeshiva? Anybody's invited. Anybody's on the Sogi of Tzreiris. Everybody or anybody's invited to this Chabura. It's going to be at five at, in, in a few minutes. At six o'clock is going to be Gav Perlman Sheva Brachis in the base Medrash. Everybody's invited. At eight o'clock, Alex Clear will be here. There's, there's really a piece of Torah. There's a piece of Torah that I really want to share with the Chevra. The, the hour is late. I'm not going to go through the whole piece of Torah. Shaz my ass the cash. He's already here. What? At six o'clock. here? Chabura. Who's here? What? Masha. The is going to be here. We're going to set up here during the Chabura. We'll be in this corner. We'll set up in that corner. Yeah, we'll set up on that side. We should set up there because they're going to be a kabura here. We should set up there quiet. Have tables over there. Yeah. Shnoh. Alex is here. Rabbi Nitzino starts coming a little late. I don't want to cause delay. I don't want to cause delay. I own the island yet. We'll yet learn. We'll yet have a chance to chayis sarah. We'll stop here. Perfect. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Myron McClemus on each shear, 
please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.